What's up, friends? Welcome to the 2-6 Podcast with Luke and Adrian. On this podcast, we focus on Web3, business, and achieving your personal potential. Today's episode is a Web3 Project Spotlight, where we go deep into some of the details of the Love Monster Project, which is on the Avalanche blockchain and as of this week on your favorite mobile devices app store. We're thrilled to have Liam, the founder of Maverick Meta Labs, joining us to share his insights on the Love Monster NFT project, which is a unique blend of art, technology, and community. Stay tuned as Liam takes us behind the scenes of this groundbreaking project, revealing the creative process and the vision that's setting Love Monsters apart in Web3 Gaming. As with all of our episodes, none of what you hear today is to be considered financial advice. This is purely for entertainment and educational purposes. With that all said, let's talk Love Monsters. Welcome to the 2-6 Podcast with Luke and Adrian. Today we have a special guest with us. Uh, we have the founder of Maverick Meta Labs and the Love Monsters NFT Project, Liam. Liam, welcome to the show, man. Glad to have you here. Thank you, guys. Thanks for having me. Oh, it's great, Liam. I'm, I'm glad you were able to carve out some time, dude. I know you have a, a new release coming out yep, on, on the uh, App Store, so it's super exciting to have you on. So to kind of get it started, uh, we'd love to spend a little bit of time getting to know you. Um, a little bit better and if you could also share a little bit maybe around your background and what kind of got you into the web3 space um so yeah i started um as a graphic designer so i around 12 13 years ago i opened up my well i didn't open up a design agency i started designing for people um and it was and initially it was like twitter designs mixtape art, um, artworks and album artworks for people and that just gradually organically kind of grew into more demand so i had to i decided to set this up as a full-time thing and it just grew from there really so i literally i'm self-taught in design um i just taught myself what i needed to know and as as new jobs came on i would obviously try and learn them skills so like i said i went from designing simple twitter layouts for for people to like bringing on more customers and then teaching myself how to build wordpress websites and the list sort of went on and then as business kind of grew i then um, obviously started to hire people to, to scale it up and then yeah i've been doing that for like i said 12 13 years um i've worked with all sorts of people from the likes of the game chris brown doing album artwork for them marketing uh, working for universal warner brothers um yeah like pretty much anyone my, my sort of niche was the music industry so i sort of tapped into that market and my customer base grew organically um yeah that's pretty much how i sort of started and then that gradually progressed into i had a friend say to me that he was doing nfts this was probably um yeah like three years ago so we started love monster two years ago so yeah three years ago i had a friend saying that he was getting into nfts and um i sort of wanted to find out more about it and um yeah i started doing my research and then came up with a collection of love monster so what? Uh, so one of the things I think is just really cool is just the, your ability to kind of teach yourself that. I feel like that's more and more we kind of hear from folks that are like have expertise in a certain area, and it's just not necessarily going through kind of a traditional approach of like you went to a school that did that. But like, there's so much great knowledge out there, and there's nothing really like kind of getting your hands into it and learning it yourself that really kind of gets gets you out there. So that's, that's really cool to see that you, you're able to do that. Yeah, I've always like. Well, I didn't, I, I didn't do good in school. I did good in school, but I didn't do it. Like I left when I was like 15, uh, 14 and a half, 15. I just sort of like kind of left. I was more of the class clown. But anything like I've sort of tried to, I've enjoyed it. I've always enjoyed drawing and art. So design became something like that followed on naturally. Um, yeah, I've just always liked following something through. And I've always liked that whole process of learning something and teach yourself how to do it and perfecting it in, in a way. Very cool. Nice. No, that's awesome. So, so kind of, we'll, so we'll talk a little bit more about love monsters as a whole, but just, I am interested in kind of how you came up with like the idea for the love monsters in general, like where did the, the whole concept of the monsters kind of come from? How did love monster start really was, um, my friend was getting me, well said about getting into NFTs. I started looking more and more into it. The initial name, um, <laughs> the initial name was a previous idea from a few years back where I was going to do a clothing line, but obviously never did anything with that. Didn't take off and just didn't pursue it. Um, so yeah, really love monster was the cool, a cool name that I liked and wanted to run with came up with some different character designs until obviously coming up to what we have now. And even what we have now, um, Roger, one of the, the other designers on the project, he, he's like worked with 
Disney, um, Marvel. He, he created the, the old cartoon series for Mickey Mouse and the Hercules uh-huh. cartoon. So he helped me perfect my idea. Like, it's not just me doing the visuals. Like, I had the initial concept, and together we've made Love Monster visually what it is today. Like, and he's a huge asset to, to the team. Like, I can literally sketch out some ideas or come up with a, a, an idea, and he'll go and bring that to life. So, yeah, Love Monster never was going to be a game. It was literally started out as um, so just a collectible like profile picture really like mm. which i was selling on open seas on poly on the matic network mm. and i started listing them at like 40 dollars, and a few more people were picking them up and i was literally sitting there at night in bed like designing them and creating them and then listing them and every day like people were asking more and more for them and then literally that's where it took off and i was like okay so there's some some traction here people like it and then once i did the um initial i did we did a an iou token for them and they went way beyond like whatever we would have thought they could have done and mm. so i was like okay we've sold all of these iou tokens let's really bring some value and give value back for the the people that have invested in them and that's where the idea of the game come um a friend of mine nate he actually bought a couple of them initially and um i was like look dude, like we've got a big there's big potential here let's let's do something with it um, so Nate came on and joined me and he helped me like create the game idea. Like no, the game was never going to be like what it is today. I wanted like a simple turn-based card game. I don't know if you've heard of Top Trumps. I don't think I have. It's, it's, it's an old card game where say you had, you look at cars, basically it's like you'll have like horsepower on your car and I'll, you get to pick five stats. So you basically have a different car, different stats. And I'll, I'll ask you for what your stat is. If yours is higher, um the mine then you win and i give you that card so that was going to be the initial um idea for the game just a simple like card card game basically but now we've built or we're building this monster of a game that has all these different elements to it y'all you'll definitely have a really robust uh robust game kind of built out with just a lot of different strategic elements to it and, and that type of thing um so and, and we're definitely gonna gonna spend a little bit of time getting into that i am curious so like you mentioned like some of your partners and backgrounds and like i've been really impressed with like some of the storytelling that y'all have because y'all have like a whole like lore that goes along with like how the monsters were created and, yeah. and that type of thing uh can you, can you talk just a little bit about about that like how that all kind of came about and like some of the, like you yeah. don't have to like retell the whole lore, but <laughs> the whole story, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, bas- basically, we wanted to give these monsters a meaning. How how did they get here and all that? Same way you would do with any sort of game to give it some strength, I suppose. Like you can't just come up with these monsters. So yeah, we put together a whole story. Um, we brought some people in that we know to add them as characters. I was supposedly Doctor Love, like the creator of it, hmm. um, but in the game, it's actually like an old guy who's an old scientist who could never find love so he was trying to craft a way because he was basically on this planet on his own um and he crafted the monsters and then the monsters obviously then made more monsters once they, there was an explosion in the laboratory and the 9999 love monsters were created um yeah there's a whole there's a whole story i could get into it but yeah no but wait, and we'll definitely link to link to some of that in the show notes too so folks can get to know it but i just think it's it's just kind of cool that like they're not just nfts that are out there there's like a backstory between like you know helping you to understand you know what universe they live in and and all of that just kind of makes you a little more connected to them and that's part of like in the game like especially when we bring out the monster verse which is all like our land plots all of the resources everything sort of ties back into the story um like myocron's one of our rarest resources and the hardest to get and they can't they have a certain play and they'll have different utility inside of games um so it's, yeah, it's just you got to like connect everything, make it make sense, really. Awesome, very cool. So let's let's talk a little bit more about the monsters themselves and like just kind of some of the main like NFTs that are in the game. So obviously, there's the monsters. There's also the zombies, and then there's items and collectibles that are in there. Can you share just a little bit like the high level about like how the different pieces of the of the system all run? Yeah, so basically the, the 9,999 love monsters are the original collection, and they're like your main in-game character. Um, so they're upgradable NFTs. Um, with your love monster, you can stake it in our dashboard. You can obviously play it as your in-game avatar. Um, these are fully upgradable, so you teach your monsters skills. 
Um, so the skills that you teach your monster then get bound to that NFT, um, which are obviously they're, they're, once you teach your monster that skill, it, it never forgets it. So it's always learned. So it adds more value to your actual NFT. You can edit your DNA stats. So you can obviously upgrade its power, speed, all these different attributes and statistics inside the game that basically perfect that and tune that monster to be how you want it to be. Whether you want to build like a, a tank or a glass cannon or a healer in the game, they all you can basically tune your monster to how you want it to perform inside of the game um, and build your perfect team because you can obviously fight 1v1, 2v2 and 3v3s. Um, so it's about wanting to give players as much customizability inside of the game with their love monsters as possible, but then also reflect that um, on chain. So they can. it's not just a profile picture basically now, like there's way much more. Um, then the zombies, the zombie edition, that brings more utility inside of the game. So <laughs> they, you can unlock certain items with that um you can upgrade your monsters with certain things that there'll be like skins that they unlock and then again you'll be able to certain traits that they have so there's one zombie that's got an axe in its head um that will be able to basically when you put a zombie on a forest plot it'll gather more wood resources for you so there's just little things like that people if they look into the metadata they'll start to sort of like piece all the pieces to the puzzle together um and it all starts to make more sense then um the collectibles are just like more of a, a proof of attendance nft like just for like participating and being part of the community um but we're working on our core update for the game and which is when we're going to start introducing in-game items which can be brought on chain mm-hmm. traded and then brought from our marketplace back into the game um so yeah there's they're the collection we've got at the minute and yeah there'll be some other things we bring out in the future but for now we really want to focus on the love monsters and adding more value to the community for them very cool yeah that's cool man it's all it's, it's always uh there, there's it's one of those games to where there's always so many things that go into the game to where you like it's it's sometimes hard to like figure out where you start right that, that's it but um man t- tell me a little bit i know usually a lot of folks are, are interested in the tokenomics part that's probably more about the web3 section not always necessarily web3 because i i you know, in the app, you uh, you don't have to worry about having some immediately. But tell us a little bit about the tokenomics. I know you have some LMT, and then you have the the NRG as well. Could you go into a little bit on how people? How do you get it? How do you you know? Can you stake it? Can you earn more of it? But tell us tell us a little bit more yeah, about sure. the tokenomics. LMT currently isn't on chain, but we're working on that at the minute. Um, so we're going to be launching our ERC twenty token. So at the minute, it's an in game token. Um, which is inside of our ecosystem. So you can get it by um, staking your love monsters. They produce LMT. Um, Once you stake the love monster, which produces X amount of LMT, um, it also increases based on the rarity of your love monster. Um, You can then stake that LMT to earn energy, NRG, um, which you then use the energy to upgrade your love monster, which creates that trichonomics there, and you can just keep that loop going. So the more energy you feed your monster, increases its level, and then the, more, the higher the level of the love monster um, produces more LMT. But also, because we've got our mobile game, whether you, if you, you can level it up through either staking on our dashboard or through playing our game. So, for example, if you're a player and you want to play the game, you can be playing the game throughout the day, you can level it up, and then at nighttime, you can go and stake your love monster, and it can earn you LMT. So there's two ways there. You can either just stake it, um, claim your rewards daily, or you can play the game and then stake it night and earn LMT. So, it's, so we're trying to complete that entire loop, really. If you don't go into the actual staking of the monsters, the love monsters, you can also kind of like, it, it, to me, it gives me like a sense of like Clash of Clans, right? So you can also go in there and kind of get there faster without having, I mean, there's an easier way or a lot more long-term play of like staking the monster, earning the tokens, and then there's also the way to actually go in there and buy credits. And the uh, the credits, of course, just allows you to get there probably a lot faster, I would imagine. Am I, am I, yeah, am I so, right? Yeah, so there will be, in the game, there will be um, ways that you can, like, fast track your level up. But at the same time, there's going to be mechanisms in there to to not enable you to do that. Like, we don't want everyone just to boost it. We don't want it to be a pay-to-win um, game. We got. We had to, and that's what we. That's one of the things we always keep in the forefront of our minds is 
making sure we don't turn into a pay to win or it has to be play to earn. It has to be fair and accessible for everyone. Um, and that's one of the reasons we introduced um, the free to play characters. So you can literally download the game, sign in or join as a guest and you'll be created a free um, randomly created love monster. These aren't part of the original collection and they're not obviously NFTs. They're just an in-game character. Um, the idea was it was to get people used to the game, know how the game works. And if they like the game, then they can look at, okay, I'll look at the marketplace and I'll buy an NFT. Because realistically, if you're spending that much time playing the game and upgrading it, you'll, you'll be teaching the monster skills. So if you teach a, a free-to-play character skills, you can never sell that on the marketplace. Whereas if you spend all these hours playing the game and teaching its skills and upgrading it and making this perfect monster, we want you to be able to sell these and get an ROI on, on the NFT, basically, for your, the time you invest in the game. It's com it is complex, and, and I, I, it is like, even for me, it's like, wow, you can do so much. But, yeah, it's just hard to break it down to a new person. So that's what we're currently working on now is trying to get as many video tutorials made and content so we can teach people, like, what you can do with a love monster and show them, like, you can do more than just stake it or you can do more than just play the game with it. Because it hopefully mm -hmm. appeals to, to more people that way. Yeah, absolutely, man. And that's part of, I think, what Luke and I kind of like really kind of drove us to start this podcast was, of course, you know, we're, we're big chicken heads and yeah. chicken's so complex, love monsters going into it. It's like, man, I got to start learning all this stuff. Like it's, it's, it's truly, it's like trying to, to do, to teach people, yeah. not only by the videos, but also talking to you guys, because there's, there's so many different dynamics of, People want to learn how you got started. How did you get into the project? And then you get into the project and like, well, this is how, <laughs> this is how you do yeah. it. But there's, there's not a whole lot of time to like always walk through, through the process of, of the gaming. So it's, it, it's always cool, man. I, I love having you guys yeah. on here and, and you. asking you those questions. The, uh, tell, tell me, tell me a little bit about the NFT traits in themselves. I know I saw a lot of the love monsters have, some individual or some special NFT traits. Um, can you go into a little bit about how that gets into the gameplay? Yeah, so traits at the minute, um, they will unlock more stuff more in the in the Monsterverse when we go to like the open world stuff, land plots. Um, we are planning, because obviously this is the, the first beta we've released, but we are planning on making certain traits that you, your monster may have um, have more of an impact in the game against your opponents um and having like rewards for that but what we the way we plan to do it we don't want to obviously say to them if your monster's got this it's it's that we want you to discover that through play so we'll come out with, we're going to be coming out with seasons and special events so once we've got further out of like further releases with our betas we're going to be focusing more on like okay let's try and create some skills that are influenced more by this trait so the different traits that the monsters have like there's one in there i can say now which is a vaccinite um like it's based it's a bit of a play on crypt on the kryptonite so we want that to have like some uh more of a powerful effect when fighting against other monsters so there's things in there like that that we're going to do but it's all about when we do it and how do we incorporate that into the gameplay absolutely man man land plots as a real yeah. estate guy, I'm always interested in Web3 real estate. So yeah. I'm always, is that, is, that, is that too early for some alpha or is there, is there, is there some, some talk can, on what I, the land plots are going to be? Yeah, I, can, I could pull up some, um, something to show you if you want. Yeah, yeah that'd be great. So you, you, had, you had Adrian at, uh, at real estate. So he, uh, <laughs> I, think, I think in chicken, I think you have, what, 27 farmlands? 28. So, wow. I just increased it. I keep increasing it, man. So, so he's. I, w I was the he, largest landowner in, in farmland and chicken, but it's. Uh, I, there's been a few people that have surpassed me in the last couple of months. Yeah, I need to look into getting in, into the land plots in all the farmlands in chicken for sure. <laughs> no, it's crazy, man. Because it, what's cool is you guys have integrated love monsters with chicken, or the collaborating, right? The cross pollination, yeah. letting everybody kind of taste the honey, as as Sherbach would say. But it's cool. I think you guys have actually put some of your love monsters in the actual worm farms underneath the That's farm. That's right. Yeah. So we, we give chicken 200 zombies. Um, oh, it's um, the zombies. And yes. Yeah, the zombies, which are in the farmlands, but they're, <laughs> I, don't know if I, can... I won't say too much. I don't want to give too much out away, but yeah, basically <laughs> my, my vision with our monster verse and some of our partners, such as chicken and mad skulls 
is having everything so that you can it has cross utility so you can't say you find something in our land plot i don't want it just so that you can use it only in love monster i want it so that you can maybe take that to chicken or you can take it to mad skulls project and have utility there and vice versa if they find something there we create utility and the beauty of it is that we can do that because we've got a game so we can create anything in the game we can create recipes um we can create certain items that are crafted with these um resources that you find in our game um and that's all about bringing communities together that way as well because if if i've got a love monster and i can take it to mad skulls or i can take it to chicken or if i've got a chicken and i'm collecting resources and i can find utility in love monster then i think that's more of like adding value to everyone really in a way absolutely man throwing some honey all over the all over web3 i like honey cross-pollinating yep that's right and I love the um, connection between the zombies being what's buried in the worm farm. Because if you think of where does a zombie come from, they're they're come from underground. In, so it was in the grave, genius yeah. in that side too. Yeah, definitely. I'm I'm looking for. I don't know if anyone's actually found them. I was speaking to Sherbrooke and KFC the other day. I think they're going to look into making it a little bit easier for them to be discovered, because mm-hmm. obviously now we've revealed the utility. But I do believe they were buried pretty deep in the worm farms. I've got two blue. That's one thing. Tell, tell me this. I don't know if you know or not. Are they? Are they under like a blueprint or like if you do you have to do you have to deploy worm in order to get them or once you dig a plot you already um, get them? I'm not entirely sure if you need to deploy worm, but I know that they're in there as an NFT. Okay. I'm just curious so if I'm they pretty, show up yeah. somewhere when you start digging. Yeah, I think <laughs> KFC said they were in a different the chest looks different than the other chests. I think you you would be able to tell oh. that it was not the same chest as a as another item would be in there. Yeah. I think some alpha got out as well the other week um, of some other things that can be buried in the farms as well, which will be announcing soon. Ah, all right. Some, some monster moves. <laughs> yes. That were cool, yeah. <laughs> um, so do you want me to go ahead and share my screen? Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Okay, so this is a, a, a land plot at the minute. Um, so this is a forest plot, although it's not got many trees on it. Um, but this is something I'm, we're currently working on. So <laughs> your forest plots will also have levels. So you can upgrade your levels, which generate more resources. But then also the monster that you deploy into your, um, the monster that you send to hunt for resources on your land plot, its level will also contribute to how many resources it finds, how fast it can find them, um, and so on. But what the idea is, you'll be able to come on your land plot, it'll be divided into, say, um, three by three tiles or six by six, whatever we finalize it on. And different buildings will, op- I'll just move this around, like different buildings can be moved um, mm. and you can you can occupy different things. So I don't want to give too much away, but what our goal is, we're going to have a city in the, in the whole, the MonsterVerse. In the center of the MonsterVerse map will be um, like the city, basically, where we'll have casinos, where you'll be able to access our casino, um, shops, all of these different, things to access and games but if you build a casino for example on one of your land plots the gen- some of the revenue that we generate from the main casino inside of the center of the map will be distributed to holders that have got a casino in their land so we're trying to do cool. something like that where the ret- the investment and what pe- people invest in playing in the game is distributed across some of the holders as well um obviously if I say, for example, I've got this little monster here running around and he's hunting for wood resources because the forest plots generate wood, um, the mines generate um, myocron, which is our rarest resource, and then quarries generate stone. Um, and all of these resources will be used for building items and stuff like that. So if I've got um, a forest plot, because they'll have a limited supply as well. If I've got a forest plot and I'm only the, the only guy that's generating wood resources, I can then go and list that that wood on the marketplace and people that are trying to build will require wood because we mm. as a, as love monster won't be selling these resources the resources will only be generated from the community and the holders of the land plots so it's trying to bring again like that whole community peer-to-peer marketplace um through, through the monsterverse dude that's Adrian. cool man that's that's like uh that's like starcraft i remember playing that when i was younger in my older days and you always had to get the wood stone and just the resources to start creating armies yeah. and buildings building and yeah. Yeah. And we, and we build... hate alpha man. So don't give too much alpha. Our listeners <laughs> don't like alpha either. 
They'll be, they'll be you're you're fine, you're fine well. if you leak anything because nobody likes to listen to it anyway. Well, this no. uh, that's why I'm sharing this particular screen because this this can be found in our white paper. Um, oh, cool. But yeah, like no numbers have been finalized yet on like how long it's going to take you to build, what it's going to cost to build, what resources you'll need. Um, but we are, like I said, like our current dashboard is all done off chain, which is great because you save on gas fees. So that I'm I'm considering right. making this web based again rather than an actual mobile app because this type of idle gaming is more for for, for, like, uh, for like you guys that you're invested in chicken farmlands because you yours there's an ROI there um, and you don't want to be stuck on doing it on your phone if you can do it on your phone great but I just feel like this is to have the best experience you want to be on a computer and and doing it correctly yeah yeah no, that's for sure. cool man. That's cool because I'm, I'm actually I'm actually excited to get all these projects or getting into them. Um, I've got some early Christmas gifts. I think that it's coming, it's coming up for my boys because I'm actually going to be getting them. I know you guys just started or released yesterday, but I'm going to be getting them involved. And in, it's kind of like their intro into the Web three space. Yeah. So these are these are those cool things. I think you know kids can can also get into and start building. So it's it's pretty exciting, man. Thanks for sharing. Yeah, that. it's fun. And I, I love building it because I, I love the design part so much. So for me, like if I showed you the, and I haven't got it on this computer, but if I if I showed you like what the initial forest plots were, it's completely different. And I'm always like that. I'm always trying to perfect it and make it look cooler and how I envision it. Um, but yeah, I, I really like the way this is looking currently. Um, and we want to keep building out and lay the different plots out, see what you can do. And obviously ideas just continue to flow and we just build something bigger than what I obviously initially set out to do, but I just want to make something that is good and that lasts. And it's not just a quick, like games can come out and they can go up and come down. Like I've had it before. Like I've had three number one apps out and I didn't, not that I don't want a number one app for love monster, which I do of course, but I want it to be around for a long time. I don't just want this to be a quick, Oh, that was cool. And then everyone's forgotten about it. I want to bring something that um, provides longevity for people. They enjoy playing and also they can get that ROI on it. Mm-hmm. No, that's Absolutely. cool. And I, and, I, and I think for sure, like just like kind of what you were saying about like how you keep coming up with new ideas and that I feel like that's how some of the best, you know, concepts out there happen is like you, you start one thing and then you come up with another idea that's even better and then you keep going on from there. Um, I think a lot of times, in, especially in Web3, people kind of get hung up on, you know, is there a roadmap? Do I know what this thing's going to be five years from now? Which if you kind of lock yourself into something like that, sometimes you miss out on some great ideas. So keeping on you know, editing or kind of come up with stuff like that is, is always, is always cool. Definitely. And I'm always like, so like I said, the game love monster game, we could have released a way simpler version of it, but I didn't want to just put any subpar project out. I wanted to do something great. And even now, like I'm not happy with the, the, the game in its current state. Like it's a beta release. We're constantly improving on it. And we've got so many things planned for it. But it was at the point where the community was like, come on, like, is this game going to come out ever? Some people didn't even believe they've been, they've, even though we've, we've been building through the entire bear market for like two years straight. And we've shown so much of the game. It was time like, okay, we need to release this game and let's just go with it. Even though I don't really want to, because I, want I wanted to release it perfectly. Like with all the features working and all the new things that you can do in the game. But at some point you just have to release it and then keep building. That's also good for, the investors and the people that own the NFTs and that are playing the game from day one, because they can see the growth and the progression in it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's, that's honestly, that's what, uh, that's what me and Adrian did with the podcast. Like we were talking about it for a long time. Then one day we're just like, no, we just got to launch it. And, <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and, and we did. And then we, we got, we got better every time. So nothing's going to be perfect. Just, you, you just get better with time. The same as everything. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Awesome. So, so let's, let's talk a little bit more about the game itself. So, so you mentioned a little bit before, there's a few different modes that you have to it. So you, it's a, a player versus player game at its core. There's also the ability to play against, uh, uh, against the computer basically, but uh, you can either do one V one, two V two, three V three. But maybe just talk just a little bit more about the gameplay itself, kind of the, the functionality sure. that's out there in the current beta. Yeah. So it's, um, and just, just before I go into that, the, the, the what's it called the bot that's on there now so you can the, the dummy icon mm -hmm. um if you press that it's playing against a, a test dummy so i've seen a few people on twitter today saying i was playing against the 
thing that I seem to never win. It's because it's, it has infinite health. So that is basically um, a test area for you to go and test your builds. Um, gotcha. We are, we are integrating soon um, like bots, bot players, so that whether there's people actually playing or not, while we're growing our player base, you'll always be able to find a match, but that's going to come out in one of the next updates. But yeah, I did see a few people saying, hey, I've been playing this dummy. It never seems to die. I'm glad you said that because I had that same experience. I was like, this is a long match. It was going like seven minutes. I was like, well, <laughs> when, when, is, when is this guy boring? Yes, <laughs> <laughs> so, now you know. Awesome. That's, that's um, definitely good to know. So yeah, um, the game is a turn-based. <laughs> you got me. Uh, yeah, so you can still see nothing, dude. Ah, uh, okay. So at the minute in the beta stage, um, you, like you said, you can do the one v one, two v two, and three v threes. Um, it's a turn-based strategy combat game. Um, basically, when you go into the game at the minute. You'll be able to go in there, edit your love monster's stats, DNA, um, teach it the skills that it learns, and you can play against friends. Um, there's two modes in there at the minute. So you can play the free play, free to play, or you can play ruthless mode, which is um, for money. Basically, you'll win LMT. So if two players go against each other, um, the winner takes all of the LMT. At the minute, there's only one pool for 1,000 LMT, but as we grow and onboard more users, we're going to add different pools like 5,000, 10,000, 25, so you can have higher prizes. Um, you can do everything from modifying the stats of your love monster, the DNA, teach the skills. There's an in-game chat at the minute that's in there. One of the features that we're currently building out for the next release is the missions, because we want to keep players engaged. Because at the minute, it's great that you can go in there and play battle after battle, but there's no real, um, I don't know, like nothing to really do in there other than fight each other. So mm. we're introducing in our in our core update uh, missions. So you'll have daily missions, weekly missions, and monthly missions. So you'll be able to take part and do all these missions and unlock like unique items in the game. Again, that's part of the whole play to earn. Like you don't actually have to um, buy anything if you don't want to. You can progress through the game. Um, part of the missions we're doing as well. The first one you'll do is almost like a tutorial, like a walkthrough, educating nice. people what they can do with the monster. Because at the minute, if you come into the game new and you don't really know much about gaming, you can't, you, people are kind of lost. So we wanted to, the first mission that you'll do is like, here, go here and edit your monster's DNA stats. Put DNA stats on power because power does this. So just like it's guiding them through the game with a tutorial. Um, and then, like I said, there'll be like daily missions and weekly missions and monthly. Um, and then we're going to be hosting like tournaments as well through um, one of our partners we've teamed up with. So now that's really cool. I like how there's a lot of different elements to the game. I like how the, like the, the missions, I think, is a good way. I think there's a lot of games that, um, like, that's just a good way to get introduced into it. So I'm really interested in that. And plus, I just like having, like, sometimes it's fun just to have, like, like a commitment to the game. Like, you want to go back because, you know, there's something to do or that kind of thing. I play a lot of FIFA Mobile, um, and they do, like, it's... They almost have too many missions. There's there's a lot of them in there, but like it just keeps me like okay, I want to make sure and I I do them. So it's a lot of fun just to stay connected to it and that yeah. kind of thing. So that's cool. Is FIFA football or is it soccer? Um, so in the rest of the world, we, it's football it, and yeah, yeah, and so so and I call it football, but uh, but other Americans like to call it soccer. Yeah, <laughs> so I won't so, ask what team you support, so. Uh, you can. So I, I support Austin FC. So they're they're a local team here in Austin. So it's a, it's an oh, MLS okay, cool. MLS team. But uh, yeah. Premier League, I support Arsenal. Hopefully that's that's a an okay that's one. I know. I know. I'm a, I'm a Man United fan. Okay, Manchester okay. United. Yeah, I can go for that. I can go as long as you don't say that you're, you're you support Tottenham or Chelsea, then we're good. So. <laughs> yeah, sure. No, I don't. <laughs> Very good. Awesome. Good deal. Um, so yeah, so so I want to talk just a little bit more about like the um, so so there's other elements to the game too. And one of the things I think is cool is that you know you can play with either a free version um, or you can have the NFT. And I think definitely one of the the perks about having the NFT is that you know it is upgradable. And so I so I do have I do have both. So I have one that's uh, that's the NFT, and then one came with the game. Um, and I'm I'm noticing that I'm definitely at a at a disadvantage because my 
my love monster is a baby. He's uh, only level one because his dad blows all of his money at the casino. Um, so, cause I, I, I was earning my LMT and I was trying to get it turned into energy. And then it's like, what come I don't have? He's like, Oh, cause I keep spinning the wheel. Um, but, yeah. um, you might win that jackpot though. <laughs> I know. I know. I got, I got, got to keep, keep trying, but I am glad now that I can level, level him up with, uh, by getting experience points in the battle. So, so that's, that's yeah. currently my strategy. Cause I'm, I just, I can't help spinning that wheel. Stop being a DJ, <laughs> Luke. Stop being a DJ. Yeah. I know. I know. Um, so yeah, so so I, th I think um, you mentioned we might be able to get a chance to see the game in action. Definitely would be cool to to kind of yeah. check that out if we we have a chance to to look at it. Or yeah, definitely. Show it's just loading up. Cool. Are you already in the lobby or? Uh, yeah. So I'm. Uh, so I'm right you here. Battle, yeah. See yeah, my see yeah. Cool. My guy there. Cool. Okay, so I'll go to battle. So on this screen here, like, like I was mentioned before about the ruthless mode, you see it on the in the, the column on the left. Mm -hmm. Okay, so if you click the ruthless mode button, it gives you a little pop up and it says little fish. So each player adds a thousand LMT to the pot. Um, we won't do that because I know you obviously used to loan all your LMT this week. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so we'll just do. I'll just do free to play. Um, okay. Okay. Um, so you can add items to use consumable items to use in the game, like power ups, like to heal yourself or stuff that's going to. Um, if an enemy attacks you, like debuff them and, and make them less their attacks less powerful. Um, so once you select your monster, you can tap on it, um, and then it shows you how you've got your DNA stats distributed, um, what skills you've got equipped. Because if them skills aren't no good, you want to go back, edit it, and add different skills. Um, then you literally just hit find a match for, for a one v one. If you want to do two v two, you just add another monster um, on the on the circles there. Good deal. Oh, and can right. quick question on that one. Can you mix and match? So if I have the free one and my NFT one, can they both battle side by side? Exactly, yeah. You can go in, awesome. so say you've got a free one and an NFT, you can play a two v two match perfectly fine. It's no different. Obviously, like I said, the only difference is you can't sell them and like if you're spending time playing these with these monsters, you want to have sort of some value at the end. Yep. Awesome. Uh, okay, you gonna press fine match? Yep. Okay. What's your username on here? Uh, Luke. Luke. Just Let's see if I match with you. Yeah. yeah? Okay. Oh, yeah, for sure. I got missed. I got matched with Mister Chow. Ooh, that's a tough match, isn't he's he? He's like, like winning the whole thing, right? He's ridiculous. That guy. Like <laughs> he knows so much about games. Like he's been here from like day one. Like he helped us so much with Alpha One, Two, and Three. It was, it was insane. He wow. like literally from all, we did a bug bounty. Um, I'm not even going to concentrate because I'm going to lose. But um, <laughs> we did a bug bounty, and like he actually ended up winning, got the top place, and he got a unique NFT which we gave to him like the other week. Wow! Um, yeah, like, the guy is like, in, it's super helpful having the community get involved because we can we can build this up. We build the app, we test it on daily. But until you get real users there playing it and tweaking things, doing things that we're not doing, they're going to find that's when they find bugs. That we mm -hmm. can find so it's always good to have those up like i said even now he's like he's just beat me within seconds <laughs> um yeah even now in beta it's good having people like that around because they're going to find new bugs and issues and that's the only way you're going to get a perfect game like i can't remember what game it was but like so many games come out and they're in like beta for a year before they even two years before they even launch their final product hopefully we're not mm -hmm. that long but like, yeah, like I think beta for, for at least a few months will be in beta stages to get everything out. And just then the plan is to every month roll out a new update, big updates on a monthly basis until we get the game to like where we're happy with it. Awesome. Very cool. But yeah, it's, it's a lot of strategy. And like, the, if I'm honest, these aren't my sorts of, like I'm more into like first person shooters myself. Um, I like, I used to, I don't have time to play it now, but I used to play a lot of Call of Duty. Mm. Oh yeah, I was a big Call of Duty guy too back in the day. Madden, I played. I play. I was a. I was. I was a big gamer. I played a lot of games back in the day. You was a big Call of Duty gamer. Oh yeah, I played. I played yeah. a lot of. I mean, I played a lot of strategy games. I played a lot of first person shooters, Madden, football. I mean, what's what's your favorite I, type of game? You know, I really liked um, Battlefield. Uh, where you yeah. you know I really liked the the ability to jump into like helicopters or tanks, 
Um, one of the newer, I guess it's older Battlefield now. It's kind of weird because my boys are are big gamers now, so I kind of jump in, and I kind of suck now, man. It's uh, <laughs> it's kind of degrading. It's, it's like, man, it's so actually it's probably good because I'm like, man, I suck. I don't even want to play right now. But it, yeah. it, you know, getting into like the um, oh, it's the uh, oh my god, I'm blanking it out. The the free games, but they're I mean, God, they play it all the time. Oh, the Warzone. Um... Call it, is it the Modern Warfare Fortnite? Fortnite, not for I suck at Fortnite too, but there's the other one, uh, Apex Legends. Mm, okay, or yeah. Apex, right? Yeah. So we they they play a lot of that. So I like to jump on and um I like to kick some ass every once in a while. But I mean they're they're like better than I am, and I, I have a hard time. I got I got pride. I got gamers pride. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't like losing, man. <laughs> I don't either. You see people rage quit, and when Mister Chow comes on on Love Monster, people who just quit the game. Just so we don't have to fight him. <laughs> Mr. Chow. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Very cool. Yeah, I, uh, I'm i not so good at the first-person shooters. I do. Um, I used to play a lot of, uh, like, Metal Gear Solid, Grand Theft Auto, those kinds of things. And then over the pandemic, I got really into Minecraft, like, probably a decade after it came out. Um, but uh, me and, and my nephews, Adrian's sons, uh, played a lot of Minecraft. And so... Yeah, that's uh, I think, the game, Minecraft, which was in beta for so long. For years. Yeah. yeah, dude, we love playing Minecraft. I like playing Minecraft too. I'm just a freaking miner. Just mine everything. <laughs> it's such a cool game, though. It's, it's like the graphics aren't great. I mean, it's, it is what it is. It's such a cool game. Like, you can just go and build what you want. I used to play it yeah. all the time with my sons as well. We'd sit there and build worlds and just build cool stuff that you want to play with. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're, they're, and they're so advanced. It's like, and then my, my youngest is an artist, dude. So he's just like, he builds like these amazing things which kind of goes back into web 3 right like there's so many things in web 3 like with minecraft you can't take it with you right there's no nice. there's no thing? ownership in like uh, in a minecraft so what's kind of cool um are just these abilities to create something that you can own which is which is kind of what's really appealing about web 3 is is having that that uh that creator ownership or or create and own and play to own all, all that jazz so it's, yeah. it's 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 pretty cool man that's that's kind of what really got me interested i mean going from the gaming into web 3 you know i'm not building anything right now but it's it's uh it's just really cool to see you guys do doing it right i mean it's i think we all pretty much kind of were gamers at some point and to see Definitely. what you guys are creating is is cool and you can see like little bits and pieces of the games that you play um i was a big sim city uh player i don't know if sim city if that's if i'm dating yeah, myself yeah, no 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 but skylines not. right skylines is kind of like the new sim city and you know i i like building cities i mean it's 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 crazy yeah. so it's it's just it's cool to see you guys building stuff and you see bits and pieces because i totally get it um the gameplay right so it's it's really cool yeah. to just kind of see it come come to fruition and Thank and being and being web3 so it, it's exciting that- man yeah, that's the 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 idea with the monster verse and all the land plots is well all of it even the the game like the whole idea behind the love monsters like the game companies don't own your in-game characters you do like so you the hours you spend playing with that character whenever you're leveling it up or all that time you spend in the, the money that you spend in the game for skills like that's why we wanted to bound the skills to the monster so say for example you've been playing for three months and you're like okay i'm I want to get a new monster now. I'm going to list this one on the marketplace. Someone else can come along. And, and in fact, it's just reminding me, I could show you actually a sneak peek of the new um, marketplace, which I've been designing, which we're going to be launching an update. But you can come on and you can browse. You can filter through. You can find a monster. You can find the perfect level you want it to be on. You can find the genesis you want. And you can look at the skills it's earned and or learned, shall I say. Um, the DNA stats, how it's got its distribution. You can literally be able to go in there and find the perfect monster and obviously then if you're the one that's been playing for, for 10 weeks with this monster you're the one that's going to get that revenue back like you're the one that you've put the hard um time into playing with it now you get the to reap the rewards and the same goes with when we do the land plots like we want it to be you can build what you want there like you're going to have a land plot you build what you want sometimes you may have to clear some forest down and rebuild but that's just all part of the game it makes it fun and interactive yep. as well not just a like i i find um 
certain things, certain games, like kind of like not boring, but like I want them to be interesting. Like the more realistic we can make it, and more real world utility we can provide, the better I feel. And it's again, it's going to add that longevity to the, to the project. Yeah, and that's a big deal. I feel like just uh, like you were talking to like the ownership of it. I think that's. I think sometimes when you hear like people that are used to traditional gaming, like they kind of aren't really in support of, of web through gaming in some places because they don't really understand what it means to them. But I think about like, we're talking about Minecraft, like Minecraft, if you have a realm server, you have to pay $9 a month on it forever or you don't have it. Like I was talking to, to Adrian, so his, his sons play on my server. And so I was talking nice. to Adrian about like, Hey, are they still playing this? Cause I'm thinking about like canceling it. And they were like, no, 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 don't like it's all of our so work is going to be gone. And, yeah. and so like, even in, a, in as much as I love that game, like I'm basically renting the game. And if I stop renting it, I lose everything. And in, in web three, it's like, no, like I can either keep it until I want to use it again, or I can sell it if I'm kind of moved on to something else. But I think that's, it's just yeah, a huge exactly. thing that I think is going to make a huge difference with it. There's ownership, isn't it? It's about, and yeah. you've got you as the player, you have that power to decide what you want to do. You don't have to okay, well, if I don't stop paying this monthly recurring bill, I'll lose all my work that I've been doing for two years. Yeah. Now you're like, oh, I can keep it in my wallet. I can come back to it next year or I can sell it. Yeah, 100%. Absolutely, man. Yeah, so um, so I think one of the things we're, we're interested in is, um, you know, if you were, and we talked a little bit about with the kind of the free options and that kind of thing, but if you were a new person let's like so let's say it's a listener that today's the first time they're hearing about love monsters like what would be what would you recommend to them just to kind of get kind of dip their toe into the water kind of learn about the game like in terms of like let's say maybe they're interested in you know going beyond the the, the free-to-play version but maybe you wanted to get a monster like how would you how would you suggest they get started i would suggest first off um the first place would be to visit lovemonsternft.com and then I'd read the white paper or as much of it as you can read because we try to break it down, um, structure it in a way that you can read. And as you're reading, it sort of makes sense, not having it scattered all over the place. So like you learn about what a love monster, first of all, you'll learn what we do, what we've built and the projects we've been a part of. And it dives into the monsters, what they are, and then the game, what you can do with a monster. So I'd definitely say to start um, by reading the white paper or, or, jump straight in if you don't like reading come to the discord and there's so many people in there especially the moderators they're always in there and active um they'll they'll educate or help you like point in the right direction tell you what to do then i'd say yeah pick up a love monster off the marketplace we've got our own marketplace um and yeah on our marketplace you get to see more stats about the monster um versus going to a secondary marketplace because obviously we have all the APIs from the game and we can display all of that info. Yeah, I'd say if you if you want to go past the free-to-play and you want to get an NFT, I'd say go straight to the marketplace, get that there, join the community, um, and, and yeah, the community will be like happy to welcome you and teach you what you need to know, really. Cool. Okay, and that was one of my biggest questions is, okay, so yeah, that Love Monster nft.com will actually even get you there too but what's really cool when you guys start having your own marketplace you don't necessarily need to go to trader joe or you don't need to go to OpenSea. like just going to the website you can actually easily just go into the marketplace which i was which i'm on actually right now um because i was getting lost i was at trader joe's like i don't know where it's always complicated to figure out where people are doing it so when you all kind of collaborate on your own website i think it makes it kind of like a one-stop shop and makes everything so much easier. So very cool. Definitely. Yeah. The, the only negative to having our own marketplace, which I'm sort of finding out more about now is you're not on these secondary marketplaces where the majority of people will go to, to see your volume or to see you in the charts. Obviously people will discover you from being on there. Like we partnered with Trader Joe and um, NF trade and some of the other ones, but our community want to see that data. They want to see the stats of their monster and, and they, they can't, the secondary marketplaces can't, display that um so yeah not unfortunately but yeah the majority of people will come and trade on the love monster nft marketplace no that's cool man are you guys doing any other type of partnerships with with other projects other than than chicken i think you mentioned mad skulls as well yeah so we're working with mad skulls um we're working closely at the minute with um avalanche gaming 
um, which is really good. They've been a great help to us and, um, yeah, introducing us to a few key people in the industry and giving us some nice support there. Um, like I said, I don't know if I mentioned it before, but we've got um, several gaming launch pads um, that we're partnering with. Um, yeah, they'll be, like, announced in the next few weeks. I mean, that's always great because you can have a community, but you, if your community doesn't grow, then your player base won't grow. So, yeah, tapping into other people's ecosystems and communities is great for us. So that's what we've, I've been trying to focus on over the last few weeks. Um, we partnered also with uh, Miracle Play. And they're an esports tournament company. Um, they're currently on Polygon Chain. Um, they'll be launching on Avalanche in the next few weeks, and we're the first Avalanche game to partner with them. And they've nice. got a community of like 35,000 people. So it's exciting to like get our first tournaments going um, with them. That would be great to obviously see what new players come into the ecosystem. If they're going to just play with the free to play or they're going to buy an NFT. It's, um, yeah, it's, it, I'm excited to see what happens. Liam, this has been awesome having you on, man. So, so I think a couple of things I think would be really good uh, to also share. So you also have uh, for folks that are, that are on X slash what used to be known as Twitter. Uh, you'll have a weekly uh, monster cast that goes on that, that Vincent runs. I think that's, uh, another yeah, good does. way to to kind of get connected with the community and that kind of thing. Um, so definitely would would suggest that for folks. But um, um, anything else that you'd like to share uh, with with listeners before before we close out? Any kind of parting thoughts or things like that? Uh, thank you for everyone that's like been here um, supporting the project. Like we've been around for like two years. Like we just had our two year birthday on the fourth of November. So yeah, like just thank you to everyone that's been a part of the community that's that believed in us while we were building and we're patiently waiting for us um we've got a lot planned and a lot to come um yeah like download the the apps it's in like i said it's in a beta stage at the minute um yeah and we just look forward to welcome more people to the community and and growing together awesome well liam thank, thanks so much for being on um and, and listeners uh we will be sure to link all the the different sites that liam mentioned before so we'll definitely link to the app store to google play so you can find the uh the mobile app for it and then as, as well as the the white paper on the main page along with some other goodies in there too but um but liam this has been awesome having you on we're really um excited about the game and what y'all have done so far and uh and what y'all have coming in the future so thanks again for for being on man Oh, no, thank you both. Thanks, Luke, and thanks, Adrian, for that. I you got it. Thanks, me. Liam. Nice having you on, buddy. Right. Yep. Take care, guys.